Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Lead Volunteers Podcast and Lead Ministry Live. My name is Josh Denhart. Super glad that you're here. Hey, you know what? What 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 have, have you ever thought about giving yourself the gift, right? The gift of lead volunteers as a I mean, do you ever give yourself a gift? Do you ever think in your mind like, you know what? I think I'm going to use the Christmas money that my mom and dad gave me and do something kind of fun. Well, how about you thinking about yourself and thinking about investing in your very own leadership? And so Lead Volunteers is a master level course. It is uh, tons and tons and tons of resources, not to mention Lead Volunteers is not just Lead Volunteers. It's also other great courses that would help you in your leadership journey. Hey man, we are here to help you get organized, help you stop the revolving door of volunteers and prevent ministry burnout. So gang, we're super grateful that you're here and we have a special guest today. And our guest today is Rachel Price. Uh, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. Hello. Thanks, Josh. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to be here as well. It's been fun over the years to get to know you and to kind of uh, have you meet my family and my wife and kind of get to know you in a ministry context. So tell us a little bit about yourself and about your history in a ministry context. I know you're a speaker. You kind of do consulting for churches. So tell us a little bit about you. Absolutely. I love getting to partner with other ministry leaders and just help them as they go through this journey that we all like. It's such a joy to get to minister and to get to minister to kids and families. And so I know it's very important to partner together. Uh, I was a children's pastor for about seven years yes. uh, just before this and have always loved getting to work with kids and families and getting to lead volunteers. And so I love getting to help people who are in a similar calling and place in their life. Absolutely. And you have done some consulting. You are a public speaker. You kind of travel the country and do some. Actually, you wrote a you co-authored a book um, yes. a, in, in a women's ministry space. So tell us just a little bit about that. Yeah, so that one's a devotional for women, uh, published through Thomas Nelson. So that one's been just a real blessing to get to be a part of that. Absolutely. And I, yeah, and I love I get to write for different magazines and just get to help people. That, that's what Absolutely. it's about. It is people. about helping people, and I'm super, super grateful. Well, today we're talking about a very important topic, how to make appreciation fun. So we know deep down that having having a fun environment in your children's ministry is going to be an inviting environment, but also not forgetting to appreciate. Now, I think in our minds that we think appreciation is going to be simple and it can be simple, but we can also make it creative and just a little extra fun. And so you are the perfect person to have on today because you really are the quintessential girly girl. You love to do creative things. You love to spice it up. You love to make it look fun and inviting. So you know, we kind of have three things that we do on the podcast. We kind of like to define it for our listeners. We like to develop it, take it a little bit deeper, and then we want to ask you to help us pull it off and where should we start. So let's let's define it. I, I wrote down here, show plus tell. So kind of help us with this. What, what would you say when we say show plus tell? What are we thinking about? Well... Obviously, appreciation is a super important part of not just retaining volunteers, but even recruiting them. That's right. When they know they're joining a ministry where they're appreciated, that's going to be a key part of them deciding to make that decision to join your team and stay on your team. So how do we do that? We both show and we tell. It's not enough to just tell them, thank you, I appreciate you. 
But that's important. We still need to tell them on a regular basis. I appreciate you. But we take it a step further when we actually show it on a regular basis and we show it in many different ways. Yes. And, you know, the funny thing is, as I think about appreciation, it really comes down in a sense to the different love languages. Am I right? And so there's five and some people are the uh, words of affirmation. And so we don't want to miss them. But some people are the other four and we don't just want to all the time be a talking head, even if it's from our heart, right? We don't just want to tell. And so we want to show them as well as tell them. And so I'm excited about this. Now, as we take it deeper here, you know, as we were talking before we went uh, began to record, you had some really fun ideas. So talk to us a little bit about how you have shown volunteers a little extra appreciation and not just fallen into the trap of telling. How have you shown volunteers some extra appreciation? Awesome. Yeah, I think this one is where, like you said, the creativity gets to shine a little bit and just have fun with it. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a difficult thing to do. So one time we went out and just bought every variation of Oreos we could find, right? Just there are so many different flavors and some of them are a little crazy, but they're fun. And so just go out and hit up Target and Walmart, you know, find a different variety between the two of those and just buy them, bring them in, set up a whole Oreo bar, bring in some milk, maybe a little vanilla ice cream and just let them have fun, like super inexpensive, but unique and fun way to just bond with the team. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's the key, right? And you are a super creative person. And so this is why you're, it's really perfect to have you kind of help us and lead us in this way. So the funny thing is, I mean, how many types of Oreos are there? Oh, there's so many. Like, I know we have found like 20 different kinds that we've done. Like, it was so many. There were so many. And so it's different than (laughs) just... It depends on the season. Yeah, it does depend on the season. But it's different than just having, let's say, um, you know, vanilla wafers, one thing. But having this spread of all of the different... And you can arrange them in a fun way. But having people just quickly pick up um, and then maybe you know, put a sign out there that says, tell somebody else how you eat your Oreo. Cause there are a variety of ways. Now I got to ask you just cause we're on this topic. How do you eat your Oreo? Are you like, what do you do? Yeah. Okay. So it depends what mood I'm in. So okay. I either dip them in milk or I dip them in peanut butter. Really? But the peanut butter is yeah. kind of fun, right? Yeah. It is so fun. some people, of course, twist off the top. Uh, some people eat the icing first. No. No way. No. Now, are you a no. double stuff or a single stuff? What's your kind of take double on that? Stuff. Double, yeah, stuff. double stuff. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And by the way, I got to say, there are certain items out there that you can skimp when it comes to mm-hmm. like, you know, like maybe buy the generic version. Oreos are not one of those. No. No. They are the one and the only. <laughs> this is the only, the only kind. And so we're talking today yeah. again about how to make appreciation fun. And so Um, another thing you mentioned is asking people their favorite stuff. So talk to us about that. Yeah. So then this is another simple way to appreciate people as a group, but also on a more personal level and just create, get in Google and just create a form. You can link it to a Google spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. So you have all your answers in one spot and just ask them some of their favorite things. So what is your favorite Sonic drink? What is your favorite soda? You know, favorite coffee, favorite color, favorite flower, favorite movie favorite music genre, you know, just there's 
just put a huge variety of things in there. And then throughout the year, you can use that to bring everyone their favorite drinks or just once in a while, just randomly surprise somebody with something that's their favorite. You know, I think that's important because appreciation. Okay, I'll put it this way. Appreciation needs to be as personal and unique as the person, right? We should be dialing it in for who they are. Interestingly enough, uh, back in the day, now you're probably too young to remember like the the old mimeograph machine that had the purple ink and it kind of smelled a little bit and would smudge. Do you, do you even know what I'm talking about? Okay, well, some of our listeners out there are going to remember in grade school, like the mimeograph machine with the purple ink and it smelled kind of weird if it was fresh. But here's the funny thing. Um, as they repetitively made those copies with this purple mimeograph machine, the it would slide every, every, just ever so slightly. And so sometimes you'd have these smudges or these, it just get off kilt. And so an appreciation gift that is on a purple mimeograph machine and it's a little bit off kilt and it's done for the masses and mm-hmm. it's, you know, totally, they can tell that this has been mass produced and you tape on a 100 grand bar, kind of cockeyed a little bit and you say, you're worth so much. Well, it doesn't show that you're worth so much right. when it's that impersonal. Right. And so what you're saying is go the extra mile, find out what they like, uh, and then follow through, right? Now, yeah. another fantastic leader that that I know, he was on my team for years. Um, you know, he would just be an observer of those around him. And he would say like, oh, man, that particular volunteer brings in a 16-ounce Diet Cherry Dr. Pepper every single week. And so then one week, what a brilliant idea. He brought in a six-pack of chilled Diet Cherry Dr. Pepper. Not Coca-Cola, because that isn't what the guy drinks, but being an observer. And if somebody is a Starbucks person versus, by the way, are you a Starbucks or would you be a, a Dunkin' Donuts? Starbucks. Absolutely. Now, I must say, this is really radical, but 15 weeks ago, coming up on 16, I actually quit coffee. Can you believe it? No. Yeah. It was brutal. It was probably the hardest, one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Now, I just kind of like, you know what? I want to pull the plug on this. Um, You know, so whatever, that's a totally random thing. But, But noticing if somebody is a Duncan person, and not yeah. just going, hey, I'm at Starbucks. I'm going to pick something up for them. But making the extra mile by noticing what other people like. Well, what are some other yeah. fun things that you've done for how to make appreciation fun? Let's get another killer appreciation idea from you. Could you? Yeah. Okay. So this one is another thing. With just like, And I think you'd mentioned this as well before we went live. Just being prepared always. Yes. Right? And so one thing we used to do is in my office and all of my team leaders – knew where this was at, but I kept two stashes in my office. Yes. One was like Hershey chocolate candy bars that had special wrappers on them that said things like, you know, thank you, great job, yes. a variety of those. And then another one was like personalized hot cocoa packets with little messages on them. 
Yes. And so we would, we just kept that in there. And then every so often we would just call it a random volunteer, but make a big deal of it. So Wednesday night at checkout, as parents are coming in, stop everybody. Hey guys, we just want you to say thank you real quick to Mr. Eric. He's the leader over the fifth and sixth grade boys. He does a phenomenal job and your kids love coming here. They've probably talked about him the whole way home every Wednesday. So let's just tell him thank you. You know, make a big deal, embarrass them in front of everybody and then hand them this candy bar. You know, I and all the teenagers knew they could do that and they would take turns and get a call at the volunteer. And it just, it means a lot, super simple, super inexpensive, but it, it says something. It does. And so what you're saying is, and I completely agree, we did this as well. We thought ahead and thought, okay, when somebody does something super special, we want to be prepared. And so we had this big drawer or this big basket or something like that with gift cards. We had... Mm-hmm. um uh, okay, a, a, a very gourmet, not like your junky kind, but gourmet, like um, bagged popcorn, right? And if mm-hmm. somebody came in on a Sunday morning and were like, oh my word, you guys look like you're short-staffed. Do you need any extra help? And if they popped in and helped us, then when everything was up and running, the leader would run upstairs, go to that, grab out this little gourmet popcorn thing with a, a note that, or like a little header that said, you know, thank you for popping in, right? Kind of cheesy, but then they would write a personalized note and hand it to them that day. So being prepared ahead of time. Now, we also took it one step further, Rachel, where we actually had a, a spreadsheet very like taped on the wall or like a little grid thing so that we would notate when we gave something. Here's why. Because... Yes. We wouldn't want to um, like almost make it white noise by giving the same thing to the same person. And so having just a little bit of forethought. And again, we also had some metrics by which it's like, hey, dude, don't give somebody a $25 gift card for, you know, like we had some ideas about where some of these things would fit in. But it really was kind of fun to be creative, like you're saying, but also be prepared. Um, kind of fun, isn't it? It is. And you know, I want to actually add to that because I love, I love that you said that because another thing that we did is we're we're real big on thank you cards too. Just mailing out an actual personalized handwritten thank you note, not the bulk. Everybody gets one. Let's all sign our names, but like an actual personalized one with details. Yes. Hey, thanks that you did this specific thing. Right. Love that. And, but when you get to 200 volunteers, it's very hard to do that, but everybody needs to receive them at some point. Right. So we did the same thing, created a shared Google sheet just within our team leaders. Mm-hmm. Every team leader divided it up and would make sure that each person on their list would get at least one thank you card every three to four months. Yes. Right? And so we go in, same thing, initial, hey, they got it on this date. So now it also helps you, though, to make sure that nobody gets overlooked because it's very easy to give the same people That's thank exactly yous all the time. right. And you know what? This is a funny thing, but I... Uh, we we can't just thank the easy people, right? Right, and and there are some people out there who are they're, they're just gregarious, they're super fun, and you find yourself wanting to thank them. But then there's those faithful few who kind of like yeah. almost just blend into the woodwork. But you'd be in big trouble without them, right? Yes. And I yes. think that keeping track is going to allow us to make sure that we have. Um, an opportunity to thank them all. Now, when it comes to, and I appreciate that you said, appreciated that you said about thank you cards or about appreciation cards. And so we did the same thing and we mass produced, 
We would take one day and we would mass produce these cards and then we all divided them up. We would actually either put sticky labels or handwrite their address and pre-stamp it. And then we had all of them done for an entire year. We would then divide them up, put them by month and clip them and then have them into a folder. And then on a particular day of the week, we would pull that out and go, okay, write two. And so then you had this person and you write a personalized note. And so it's making sure that you're making your way through. I personally uh, chose the elders at our church and some other kind of key people, the deacons who would come around and, you know, find like if we were short staffed, they would go peg some people because we couldn't go wow. away from the kids or whatever. And so just thanking people for the things that they're doing. But yeah. it's it being prepared doesn't make it devoid of of inspiration and and right. you know, like getting in it in the moment, right? But I think that if we're Honestly, not careful, yeah, go ahead. No, I just, I think it actually helps make it even more thoughtful because then you have time to put the thought into it. That's exactly right. right. You're not stressed and at the last minute. Absolutely. So appreciation is a killer, killer, killer piece. In my opinion, through the lead volunteers material, it is one of the big 10. Uh, I think that most people think in their minds that it is the only thing that we need to do. Well, there's a lot of other things we need to do, but we can't not do appreciation. Well, there's one other one that I think of right now that might inspire you to tell us something that you did. Um, we had this thing called the candy award ceremony. And so inside of the lead volunteers material, there's this, you know, I, gosh, I think there's probably 75 different candy bars that you could find. And then a little tagline, right? Like, um, Skittles or, or, you know, you, you, you're always a bright rainbow of sunshine for our, so something cheesy, right? Or mm-hmm. Snickers, you are the one that always makes us laugh. And so things like that. And so 75 different ideas or examples of candy bar awards. And so then we printed off like a full on award we would sign our name, their name looked in special script, and then put on cheesy, like almost like graduation music, but not graduation, and invite them to come forward and say, you know, maybe this is at an appreciation banquet. And then you say, hey, we are so thankful for Rachel. And you get the, I don't know, um, the Klondike bar, and then there's there's some little whatever little statement that mm-hmm. kind of would call out your personality or call out something that's special about you. And so, if I could be honest with you, we saw people who actually teared up mm-hmm. as they were, you know, walking forward. And I, I also watched people who kept their little appreciation, uh, uh, whatever you call it, uh, little certificate for a really long time and put it up on their wall. Isn't that fun? I love that. Well, I love that because it shows, one, that you, you were willing to take the time to put into that. Two, yes. it shows that you've taken the time to notice those things, Yes, which means you've noticed the person. It's just very personal, but still a way to appreciate everyone as a group. Absolutely. And I think that's such a great idea. So much yeah. fun, too. It is fun. And to kind of make it corny but also yeah. meaningful, right? Because we know mm-hmm. that, that it, it can seem contrived, but you can make it very, very, very special. Now, one thing that you said, Rachel, that I think is critical, you said that we don't just want to find, um, you know, find 
put them on a list and give them something, but you want to be on the lookout for special things that they have done. Talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah. So I just think, you know, there's going to be those volunteers who, like you said, some of them just stick out and are easy to appreciate all the time because they just always show up. They always are there. And that's good. Acknowledge that, you know, acknowledge that I can always count on you. Yes. But then there's some of them who just do those extra little things like, hey, I noticed the closet got unorganized. A couple of the tubs got mixed up. So I just took a few extra minutes and reorganized it for you. Or, you know, hey, I noticed one of the rooms didn't get cleaned up. So I jumped in and cleaned it. So don't worry about that room when you leave, whatever. Just those little things, just making sure that you stop and say, hey, I want to thank you for always going the extra mile. Yes. Thank you for your gift of organization that you share. And and it comes down to being a good appreciator means that you're finding that which you would want to be repeated, right? Yeah. It's, It's really tough because all of a sudden sometimes we get stuck into the mindset of, mentioning those things that we would like to be deleted, but we need to actually mention those things that we want to be repeated. So of course, back in the day, I mean, there's that funny book, right? Everything that I learned in life, I learned in kindergarten. Well, the funny thing is, is that as we look back, right, the kindergarten teacher was like, oh, everybody, look at Rachel, she's sitting the right way. You know what I mean? And so it's calling out the good things, which We as humans, we we want to do and be pleasers. I really do believe we are, uh, 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 as a species, we want to please. And yeah. and I think that, that what you're saying is be on the lookout, be on the lookout for special things that somebody's done, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we've mentioned a lot of um, fun things on here that cost money right? Inexpensive things, but, but it made me think there's also a lot of things you can do to that note that don't even have to cost you anything. You know, there's somebody who's always showing up early and they've always got a great smile on their face and they've been having fun, but you know, they have this favorite playlist that they always listen to or whatever, but it's very appropriate, very fun playlist. So some, you know, letting them come and be like, Hey, you're so fun. I love this about you. I love that you always have this prepared. What if you get to pick the pre-service playlist today? I love it. Well, for next week, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Just letting them have that opportunity to use something they enjoy. It's an extra gift that they have, but you're also delegating a little bit too. And you're calling out. Yeah, you're calling them out and saying, hey, I appreciate you. You know, let's make you shine. Now, another thing is, uh, and I've seen this on Facebook. We we did it for a while. We didn't, we weren't um, very, I I don't want to say we weren't successful. We were successful with it. We just didn't stick with it. You know how that goes, right? Mm -hmm. But I have Mm -hmm. seen people um, do like a a Facebook call out and, hey, this is the volunteer of the week and kind of call out some special things about them. Now, we did do that through email. But, of course, I was serving in children's ministry at the advent of kind of the big social media swing. So we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't think in terms of social media, certainly, or an enclosed Facebook group or something like that. But, you know, having kind of a... Remember, again, it, it's everything comes back to kindergarten. Remember when we were yeah. the star of the week? Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Right? It's, I love that. Yeah. And then they make, like, you had a billboard about yourself, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. your family, and your, all this stuff. So what if we did a volunteer of the week or a volunteer of the month or something like that, and yeah. you're just, of course, with their permission, because some people really do 
they freak out and they want to be left in the woodwork. And I think we need to know our people that way, right? Who are the people that aren't going to appreciate on a Wednesday night being called out in front of all of the parents, right? We need to know who those people are and respect them. But it would be kind of fun, right, to have kind of a digital billboard of the Volunteer of the Week. I think that could be fun. And, you know, that's something that the the list comes in handy for as well, the favorite things list. Yes. Then you're able to put out there, hey, this is them. This is a little bit about their family. The way yes. we did that is we would divide it up between the team, the different teams. So the nursery team got the first week of the month. Mm-hmm. Then the kids junior preschool age got the second one and so forth. So each week of the month, it was a different ministry team that got to do that. And that team leader would make sure they'd coordinated with the family, got their info, you know, they have three kids, such and such. And then here's some of their favorite things. And then what's cool about that is then the parents start taking it upon themselves to appreciate the volunteers as well. I right. And suddenly they're bringing in the Starbucks drink or the Sonic drink and saying, thank you. So then you're without even, I mean, it's very intentional, but they don't know it's so intentional, right? Yes. Is now you're involving the parents and the families in appreciating these volunteers. Cause For so sure. often there's such behind the scenes figures it gets overlooked. Now, here's something interesting that I want to throw out there. Now, I don't know exactly when this podcast is going to air because we kind of have it in the queue and I have, I don't know when this is going to air. So, but we're recording this uh, on December 1st, 2021. And so the Christmas season is upon us, right? And one thing that we did back in the day was instead of just buying like a candy gift bag or something like that. Because we, we kind of tend to, I mean, Christmas is an easy way to give something to your volunteers. Well, now I can't take any credit for this. I did a lot of the grunt work, even though I was the, uh, the director. But the funny thing is, is that some people on our team were exceptional at baking. And they really went to the extra mile and they did like elaborate, um, you know, like whenever you do like a cookie exchange and then you mm-hmm. get from this person, this, well, we did the cookie exchange, but we provided all of the cookies. In other words, we had this total potpourri and of, cool. of very good stuff, right? Like the dipped, um, like whatever you call it, uh, uh, pretzels with sprinkles oh, yeah. and lots of extra good stuff. We wrapped them in cellophane and put stuff around them. And so then we would give those. So that's an extra mile where people are like, you know what? And people looked forward to it. It wasn't a junky, right? It wasn't a junky Christmas gift. It was like, dude, these are really good. So kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I did think of an idea when it comes to having this making appreciation fun. And I, it just came to me right now. How cool would it be if you took that Google sheet around a holiday or around that person's birthday or something and provided it to the parents of the kids that were their small group leader. They Parents would probably eat that up. They might yeah. do something special. Um, who knows? Well, Rachel, this has been a ton of fun. Thank you. I want to, before we kind of close out, where should people start? Um, where do you think people should start with this? And where could we, you know... What would you what would you invite us to do? I think start simple, right? Start yes. by just, I mean, honestly, they say just go out and just start, right? Just pick a spot. But maybe start with the Excel list. Start with just yes. send this out to your team. Hey, guys, you know, we appreciate everything you do. We're looking for some fun ways to celebrate you. Fill out this sheet and watch for some exciting things coming up next year, you know, or yes. in the coming months. And just start that way. And then you can comb through it with your team, your team leaders, 
mm-hmm. and look for fun ways and then do maybe a little fun celebration with just your team leaders and get, say, like make it a planning night. Hey guys, here's how we're going to celebrate our team over the next four months. Yes. And plan with, let them brainstorm because I'm sure they'll have creative ideas as well. Of things You're exactly you can do. right. And I think, you know, if it were me, like if I were to do this, like this very next week, I would send out to my volunteers and I would say, okay, come five minutes early. You don't want to miss this. And I would do the Oreo thing, right? So fun. It's so so fun. fun. And so it doesn't take that much, but you really can be creative and have fun. Uh, I think as we close today, you know, just singling people out and literally giving them a heart, even if they may not be a words of affirmation, giving them your eyes, eye to eye, hand, maybe a hand on a shoulder if it's appropriate, and tell them that we couldn't do this without you and remind them that scripturally they're laying up treasure in heaven. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Rachel, yeah, show them their value. Yes, show them their value. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're a very creative person. You're a lot of fun. We like you. We're so grateful for you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Josh. Absolutely. Well, gang, this has been another episode of Lead Ministry Live and the Lead Volunteers podcast. Today, of course, we're talking about appreciation. And I want to let you know that we appreciate that you listen. I just got an email yesterday from someone who said, hey, I've listened to every single episode. And on some particular episode, you said this with this volunteer or this guest. Can you remember? And those kind of things just bless me. So reach out to us, right? Tell us what you're liking. Tell us some things that have been of value to you. Gang, thank you so much. And we'll catch you guys on the next one.